0: We're going to look at Second Peter chapter two. We're working. We've gone through First Peter, and two weeks ago we started in Second Peter. Today we're up to Second Peter chapter two, um, and uh, we'll read we'll read the passage. But before we do, let's just pray and ask for this, uh, help and blessing, Father. me thanks for uh, this afternoon. We thank you for each one here uh, this evening, Father. We pray that you. Would Bless our time together, we thank you for all that's taken place already uh, this afternoon and we uh, thank you for your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now Father, as we open your word, we pray that you would speak to us. Uh, Father, we ask that you would speak uh, through me, that it might not be my words that are uh, proclaimed this afternoon, Father, that they would be yours. Uh, And uh, Father, uh, we ask that you would just speak to us, uh, teach us and uh, show us, Father, uh, what you would have us to apply to our lives afternoon, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This isn't sort of a passage that I would necessarily choose to uh, speak on uh, normally, but we'll we'll read it together and we'll go through uh, and have a look at a few things uh, together this afternoon. (coughs) Um, Uh, but there were also false prophets among the people even as there will be false preachers or false teachers among you uh, who will secretly bring destructive heresies even denying the Lord who brought them and bring them uh, on, on themselves swift destruction and many will follow their destructive ways because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed but covetousness, they, by covetousness they will exploit you with deceptive words. For a long time their judgment has not been idle and their destruction does not slumber. For if God did not spare the angels who sinned but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness uh, to be reserved for judgment and did not spare the ancient world but saved Noah one of eight people, a preacher of righteousness bringing uh, bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly uh, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah to ashes, condemned them to destruction, making them an example to those who afterward, uh, afterward would live ungodly and delivered righteous lot who was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the wicked for that righteous man dwelling among them Tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. Then the Lord knows how to deliver the godly uh, out of temptation and reserve the unjust under punishment for the day of judgment, and especially those who walk according to the flesh uh, in the lust of uncleanness and despise authority. They are presumptuous, self-willed, they are not afraid to speak evil of dignitaries, Whereas angels who are greater in power and might do not bring a reviling accusation against them before the Lord but these like natural brute animal uh, beasts made to be caught and destroyed speak of evil things that they do not understand and will utterly perish uh, in their own corruption and will receive wages of unrighteousness for those uh, as those who count it pleasure to carouse in the daytime. Uh, They are spots and blemishes carousing in their own deceptions while they feast with you. Having eyes full of adultery that cannot see from sin enticing unstable souls. They have a heart trained for covetous practices and are (laughs) accused children. Uh, They have forsaken the right way and gone astray following the way of Balaam the son of Beor who loved the wages of unrighteousness? But he was rebuked for his iniquity. A dumb donkey, speaking with a man's voice, restrained the madness of that prophet. These are wells without water, clouds carried by a tempest, of whom is reserved the blackest of darkness forever. For when they speak great swelling, uh, great swelling words of emptiness, they allure through the lusts of the flesh, through lewdness. Uh, the one who has actually escaped from those who live in error, while they promised them liberty, they themselves are slaves of corruption. For by whom a person is overtaken, uh, is overcome; by him also is he brought into bondage. For if they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord Jesus, of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. They are again entangled in them, and overcome. The latter end is worse for them than the beginning, for it would have been better for them to not have known the way of righteousness, than having known it and turned from the holy commandments delivered to them. But it has happened to them, according to the true proverb, a dog returns to his vomit, and a sow, having washed, to her wallowing in the mire or in the mud. The last time. Or two weeks ago, um, we're looking at First Peter chapter 1 second uh, Peter chapter one, and we went through the chapter and we noticed a lot of different Ps that were there. You know, in, about me, I like sort of the um, alliteration and those sorts of things. So we, we went through and we, we we pointed out a lot of different Ps that were in that chapter. And one of the last ones that we spoke about was paying attention to the prophetic word or the Old Testament. Here in chapter 2 Peter gives warning as to why we should pay attention to the scripture because there are as he calls them false teachers that will come and they will bring about destructive heresies. The sad reality today is that people want to hear what is offered by false teachers. As a society, we don't want to hear the truth. Um, even within the church, we don't want to be told that we need to listen or and obey the Word of God. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3, it says, For a time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions, and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. So in chapter 1 we had a, a list of different P's that we were looking at. Today we're going to look at four D's. We've got the declaration that false teachers will come. We've got the destruction of false teachers. We've got the deception of false teachers. And the danger of following false teachers. Um in verse 1 there it says but false prophets arose among the people just as there will be false teachers among you Um, so they they are coming they are here the false teachers Um, it says there uh, that the way of truth will be blasphemed by them it's been blasphemed enough already today the way of truth, without having false teachers and their followers um, bringing about more (coughs) blasphemy of the way of truth. But of all their destructive heresies, as it seems to me, denying Christ is above them all. They might say nice things about Jesus, they might use him as as an example of how to live, but they don't confess him as God and Saviour, neither will they acknowledge that Christ is the only way of salvation the only way to the Father and obeying uh, his word and what the what the Father requires in other words they won't <coughs> call all men everywhere to repent in Acts 17 verse 30 it says, the times of ignorance God overlooked but now he commands all people everywhere to repent and uh, the, the false teachers that come in will not uh, will not get to that point. They they won't call people to repentance. Salvation will come through another way. Here in, in uh, these verses, Peter contrasts the um, the prophets that he spoke about in chapter one. Those who didn't speak their own words, um, but uh, or their own will, but spoke from God and were carried along by the Holy Spirit. He contrasts those prophets with the false teachers who claim to be from God, but deny Christ. Um, Back there in, in 2 Timothy, it says that people will accumulate for themselves teachers. And it would seem that once people have followed off after a false teacher they're more than likely to go to and, and find others that will uh, tell them what they want to hear yes. and, and um, satisfy their own desires and will be told instead of the truth they will be told that um, <coughs> salvation can come through another way and <coughs> um, And today we have the opportunity to listen to more teachers than we've ever been able to listen to before. We can get online and as long as we've got the time we can listen to as many sermons as we want, we can listen to as many podcasts as we want. The the teaching that is available to us today is far more than has been available in the past. And we need to be careful who it is that we listen to. We need to be sure that their teaching from the Word of God and their teaching lines up with Scripture. Their teaching needs to be from Scripture. They will come. (coughs) They are here. And it's possible that we've seen them and heard them either online or in person. And it's possible that some have even started to agree with some of the things they're saying. But we need to be careful. We need to be careful who it is that we listen to. The teachers uh, that claim to teach uh, or claim to be uh, teachers of, of God's Word. Okay, so that's the, the declaration that false teachers will come. Then we have their destruction. Peter says that their destruction will come. He gives three examples uh, of God's judgment in the past. The angels that sinned, the world in the days of Noah, and the cities of Solomon and Gomorrah. In the last two uh, examples, Peter reminds us that God is able to save the righteous while bringing the wicked under judgment. Peter also reminds us uh, especially in the case of Solomon and Gomorrah that their destruction was an example of what will happen to the ungodly a reminder for all of us uh, especially if we're tempted to think that because God is love he won't actually punish those that reject him he will he's done so in the past and he will do again in the future and I say it again I say it nearly every week that um, this should the fact that judgment will come on the ungodly should spur us on uh, to be more urgent in our desire to share the gospel with those that we know uh, are heading to a lost eternity spur us on to, 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 to share the message of salvation with our community, with those Uh, who are uh, uh, are without Christ. (coughs) Um, Verse 3 In their greed they will exploit you with false words. Their condemnation from long ago is not idle and their destruction is not asleep. If God did not spare the angels when they sinned but cast them into hell and committed them to chains of gloomy darkness to be kept until judgment, if he did not spare the ancient world but from Preserved Noah, a herald of righteousness, with seven others when he brought the flood upon the world world of the ungodly. If by turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah to ashes, he can condemn them to extinction, making them an example of what is going to happen to the ungodly. If he rescued righteous Lot, greatly distressed by the sensual conduct of the wicked, for as that righteous man lived among them day after day, he was tormented, uh, his righteous soul over the lawless deeds that he saw and heard. Then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to keep the unrighteous under punishment until the day of judgment. There will come a day when false prophets, false teachers will be dealt with by God. They won't be able to continue to lead people astray and exploit them with their false words. Their condemnation from long ago is not idle and their destruction is not asleep. Verse 1 tells us that they will bring swift destruction upon themselves. So the destruction of false teachers, they will be dealt with. Just as a side note there, Does the wickedness and the lawlessness that we live in and live around every day torment us? Or have we developed hard hearts towards the evil in our community? That's just a side note that we can think about uh, throughout the afternoon. Are we concerned for for those who are practicing evil in our community? Because from this passage, you know, and others, um, they will be dealt with the same way that uh, Solomon and Gomorrah and the ancient world in Noah's day were dealt with. Does that concern us? Does that concern us that our family members who aren't uh, walking with the Lord, who, who, who haven't received forgiveness, does it concern us that our family members are in that same, same boat are we doing anything about it <laughs> then we have the description of false teachers and I, I was tempted through the week to, to put a list together but I, I, I didn't and I, and I won't um, but we'll read from verse then, especially those who indulge in the lust of defiling passions and despise authorities. Bold and willful, they do not tremble as they blaspheme the glorious one. whereas angels, though greater in might and power, do not pronounce a blasphemous judgment against them before the Lord. But these, like irrational animals, creatures of instinct, born to be caught and destroyed, blaspheme about matters of which they are ignorant and will also be destroyed in their destruction. Suffering wrongs as the wages of their wrongdoing, they will count it pleasure to revel in the daytime. They are blots and blemishes, reveling in their deception, while they feast with you. They have eyes full of adultery, insatiable for sin. They entice the unsteady soul. They have hearts trained in greed, accused children. Forsaking the right way, they have gone astray. They have followed the way of Balaam the son of Beor who loved gain for wrongdoing but was rebuked for his own transgression a speechless donkey spoke with him in, with a human voice and restrained the prophet's madness. These false teachers they are unashamed of their sin, of the sin that they commit, of the sin that they indulge in. Now there's a difference between te- being tempted into sin and giving in and, and uh, in Giving into sin and organizing it and pursuing it. And it would seem that the, the false teachers are, are unashamed of the sin that they commit. They are bold and willful in their sinning. They don't tremble when they blaspheme, they don't try and hide their sin, they revel in the daytime. They would sit at the same table and look you in the eye, knowing full well that they are trying to deceive you. It says there that they entice unsteady souls. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 11 says, Put on the whole armour of God that you may be able to withstand against the schemes of the devil. So that you may be able to stand and not be unsteady. But these false teachers would come in and try and entice away or pull away those who are unsteady. Those who aren't standing firm they entice by allowing the lust of the flesh they don't preach against it they would preach that giving in to the lust of the flesh is okay they themselves are doing it especially for those it's especially uh, um, dangerous I suppose for those who have just come out of that way of life It's those who have barely escaped or having just escaped that way of life New believers and those who are seeking after Christ are especially vulnerable to this type (coughs) of thing. Now we're facing that today. There are ministers in churches that are going along with the idea of gay marriage and transgenderism and all that sort of stuff and will not preach what the Bible says about these issues. we need to be careful uh, who it is that we listen to Uh, especially if we're encouraging young believers to to, um, listen to um, preachers online and things like that we need to be careful as to who it is that we, um, we encourage them to listen to Balaam it says there he had a desire to become personally wealthy By using his prophetic gift for his own gain. And it would seem that false teachers, Peter is saying that false teachers would do the same. Use the gifts that they've been given for their own financial gain. Verse 17 says that they are waterless springs or clouds without rain. Uh, For them the gloom of utter darkness has been reserved. For speaking loud boasts of folly they entice by sensual passions of the flesh those who are barely escaping uh, from those who live in that era. They promise freedom but they themselves are slaves of corruption. For whatever overcomes a person to that he is enslaved. The waterless springs and the, and the clouds without rain speak of the emptiness that the false teachers offer. They offer nothing. The Word of God offers us stability and if they're not preaching the Word of God, there is nothing that they have to offer. They can offer nothing. they are waterless springs and clouds without rain. Jude uh, verse 4 says, For certain people have crept in unnoticed who long ago were designated for this condemnation, ungodly people, who pervert the grace of God into sensuality and deny our only Master and Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 11 says for such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ and no wonder for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Is it no surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness? Their end will correspond with their deeds. That's the description of false teachers. And then we have the danger of following them. Verse 20 says, For if after they have escaped the defilements of the world through the knowledge of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ, they again entangle themselves and o- in them and, over- and overcome. And the last state has become worse for them than the first. Or it would be would have been better for them to never have known the way of righteousness than after knowing it turn back from the holy commandment delivered to them. What the true proverb says has happened to them: the dog returns to its vomit, and the sow washes herself uh, after washing herself returns to wallow in the mire. Both unclean animals to the Jews: the dog and the pig. They were despised by Jews. And those who received the letter of Peter would have understood what Peter was saying about those who knew the way of righteousness yet deliberately turned from it. It's not enough just to know or have knowledge of the facts. It's not enough to know about Jesus and the way of righteousness. That's not enough to save. John says that we must be born again it's not enough just to clean ourselves up to to clean our life up we must be born again you know the dog got rid of the corruption that was inside it by vomiting it up but then he returned to it anyway the pig was cleaned up on the outside but yet returned to what made it dirty in the first place it isn't enough just to clean up our act we must be born again. The danger of listening to the false teachers is that if they themselves have not been born again, how can they preach that others need to be? Worse than giving false hope, they give no hope at all. It isn't enough just to clean ourselves up. We need to be born again. You read on, you might be sitting there thinking, why why with all of this? You read the first two verses of chapter 3, Peter gives reason for his writing. Beloved, I I now write to you the second epistle, in both of which I stir up your pure minds by way of reminder that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and the commandments of us, the Apostles of the Lord and Saviour. He wants us to remember these things. Remember the, the writings or the, what we've got in the Old Testament to listen to them. To obey what the commandments of the Lord that are given through the, the, the New Testament as well. We are to be wary of those who claim to, uh, to to speak on God's behalf yet don't acknowledge Jesus as Lord. Those who claim to speak on God's behalf but have not been born again. And we've got the description there. In 1 John chapter 4 and verse 1 it says, <coughs> Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit's to see whether they are from God for well, many false prophets have gone out into the world so there, there are many of them and we need to be aware that things are being taught that aren't in line with scripture and we need to be especially aware for those who are uh, young in their faith that they're en- and unstable that they're not enticed away to follow after the teaching of the false teachers. I don't know if any of you know Steve Camp, uh, a Christian singer in in America. Um, I'm going to read the words of one of his songs um, and we'll finish finish with that. It, It says this, They are wolves in sheep's clothing. They will try to seduce your soul, teaching doctrines of demons, for lies are all they know. They are prophets of destruction. These are New Age heretics saying, I'll show the way to salvation but their cross is a bloodless stick. This is the agony of deceit, promising truth for lies they teach. They come in Jesus' name but they're the sons of Hades. This is the agony of deceit. They are clouds without water. They are parts trained in greed. They are like wild animals and you are the food they eat. Depraved in their mind and deprived of the truth they promise prosperity. But the cash they steal from you will buy the coffin to steal their their, their defeat. This is the agony of deceit, promising truth for lies they teach. They come in Jesus' name, but they're the sons of Hades. This is the agony of deceit. Beloved, rest in the truth of the Lord. Hold fast to his faithful word. Guard the treasure by the Spirit of God, the foundation which stands sure. They have eyes full of adultery. They never cease from sin. They are exalted in heresy. Deception is their friend. Speaking out prideful words of vanity, they entice by fleshly desire. Like a dog returns to its vomit. Like a sow wallows in the mire. This is the agony of deceit. Promising truth for lies they teach. They come in Jesus' name within the sons of pity. This is the agony of deceit. Friends, this afternoon we need to be on guard uh, as to who it is we listen to, the 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 teachings that we uh, that we would hold to, uh, because there are false teachers out there who are trying to entice uh, people away from the truth and from following uh, God and obeying His word. May that be. Uh, challenge and an encouragement to you this afternoon That's right. Father we give you thanks for this evening and thank you for your word Father we ask that you would um, help us to study your word to uh, to know your word uh, to be able to defend it uh, and uh, have uh, answers for those who would ask questions Father we ask that you would uh, keep us uh, and, and that you would Continue to lead us and guide us through Your Word, Father. We pray that uh, as we come across those who would uh, teach uh, a different gospel, those who would uh, teach uh, things that don't line up with Your Word, Father, we pray that we might be made aware, uh, and that we would um, be able to uh, to spot uh, those who would uh, who would teach uh, things that are contrary to uh, Your Word, Father. We pray. The Lord, we ask that You would keep us and uh, protect us uh, watch over us and keep us uh, this week Father we ask that you uh, bless each one here uh, yeah. this afternoon part and Lord we ask now as we uh, have a time of fellowship together uh, we uh, thank you for the food that's been provided and we pray that you would bless it to our bodies uh, in Jesus